Welcome to Live Edge, episode number 25. <laughs> Tonight, we have Ben Myers from Myers Woodshop. You know, professional it, setup it, here, folks. It's, it's becoming a, a comedy for it us. Is, to, it, yeah. it's, it's very, it's a, so this is our sawdust spotlight. Yep. This is Chris Reynolds. Um, this was his first porch swing. Yeah, Cannot beautiful tell work. that it was his first. No, you can't. It's that, beautiful. That is awesome. So awesome. something new we're going to do with our sawdust spotlights um, is once the Look live stream is over, we're going to post to the community that you are our sawdust spotlight winner for the week. So, awesome work. Yeah, beautiful work. We love it. That was good. Good job. Yep. Let us know where you're from. You can drop it in the comments below. So. And if you have any questions for yep. Mr. Ben Myers, I didn't mean to cut you off on no, very short. Okay. Yeah. He dropped those in the in the discussion as we go. I've got several questions I'd like to know of him, and then if you have any, uh, he's going to try to answer those for you. And just like always, go ahead and drop those states. And once uh, Mr. Myers is off of our. Uh, live feed and that's over that's when we'll go ahead and call your states out for you mm -hmm. okay that'll give you time to get them in there that's right we need to not interrupt each other yep that yep. makes that makes people mad it seems to uh <laughs> seems to rub some people wrong way <laughs> it's okay because that's just us yep. we have tried not that's to right. do that i'd like to welcome mr ben myers from myers wood shop he's a fellow arkansan we don't have many of those on uh, mm -hmm. youtube and uh, uh mr myers has a youtube channel uh, Mr. Myers, welcome. Welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, guys, so let us know if you can't hear him or if anything happens, mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll try, try to, to work on. We'll it. try to get that fixed. So, uh, Mr. Myers, I'd like to know uh, your backstory, uh, how you got into woodworking, and uh, YouTube as well. Sure. Uh, how I got into woodworking is more. I think it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty normal for most people when you get old enough to buy a house and you buy a house and you need a tool to fix something. <laughs> so that's kind of, kind of how it went for me. Um, but I also had a grandfather who was big into woodworking. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania originally and he had a, uh, from the big city in Pennsylvania where my backyard was literally, uh, a, uh, cement alley. So all the houses were connected. So he, his, workshop was in the basement and i remember as a kid always going to their house and going down and seeing what he's making and i thought that was always fascinating and i think the myers bloodline also has a uh, work with your hands kind of deal so it kind of ran in the blood there and then bought the house started to get the tools started making stuff and then you know somebody sees what you make and they like what you make or you're typically i think for men they're you make something for your wife and your wife shows it to her friends and their friends want something. So you kind of expand on that. And that's that how that happens a lot. You know how women are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what was, I think, I'm oh, oh, sorry. What was your first project that you made? Do you remember? Um, I can, the first thing I kind of remember making was a, uh, a, a book rack for our son. He was just born. And, you know, like kind of just on the wall where the books can stand so you can see them. Mm -hmm. It's not like sideways so that the face is out. My wife saw something probably on Pinterest or something and said, <laughs> can you make this? And I gave it a shot. So <laughs> that's what, that's what I remember. That was many years ago. So, yeah. so you started uh, more like home projects, things like that. Uh, how long did it take you before you started selling things? Do you remember? Uh, I don't think it was that long. But, you know, I think it was just 
like a random thing that happened and you make 20 bucks. I mean, I may have put six hours into something and I made 20 bucks and it was the light of my life because yeah. it was like, wow, <laughs> this is 20 bucks. That's amazing. <laughs> That's you know, back, in, back in the old days when you started, when you're like 20 bucks for six hours was amazing. And yeah. then you fast forward five, six years and you're like, no way would I touch that. Exactly. But, that's how life goes. And I've said that a lot of my people. I never envy that a whole lot because mm-hmm. the joy was worth a lot more than, mm-hmm. than you know, later on oh, after yeah. you get more experience. Mm-hmm. I've said that a lot too when, like, starting out, I took jobs uh, not just for the money but just because I wanted the experience of building mm-hmm. that project. It didn't matter. Like, I would tell them a price knowing that I was going to break even or maybe even lose a little bit of money. But I would sure. also get the experience of making that. So now that's kind of in my portfolio. I know how to build it. I kind of work the kinks out yeah. on, on theirs. <laughs> right. I, I don't think that that, that uh, sentiment loses out on me now still. Because I'll still, if it's something I haven't done, um, yeah, it, the money isn't really making a difference. For, I mean, you know, once in a while, right. oh, I'll get to try this out. And that also makes you feel better, like, oh, I screwed it up, and it's not as great as it can be. Well, it's okay. You didn't really pay for it, or, you know? <laughs> That's so, right. You know, I'll learn the next time, and I'll charge what it's worth. Right. But. So I, I see that you have a lot of CNC items, and I just recently got a CNC, and it's really kicking my tail. Mm. How, did, how, did the, how did you get started in CNC, and what drew your interest to that? Uh, I am a tech nerd by oh, I, uh, all my life. Love tech, video games, computers, huge tech nerd, more than woodworking or anything like that. And I think I think maybe the other part of what got you into woodworking is a tool is, a, is an adult toy. <laughs> and I totally do it the wrong way where I buy tools and then figure out what can I use this for because the tool is cool. Nobody tells you to do it. Everybody tells you that's terrible. That's not how I did it, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love to figure out how tools work. Uh, and, and a CNC is the marriage of those two together, mm-hmm. woodworking and technology together. So it was it was supernatural for me to want one. I had never seen one before I got one in, oh, in wow. person. Um, never. I had no clue what I was doing. I got an X-Carve. You either. But that was... Uh, that was after a year of just saying to my wife, I really want this. I really want this. I really want this. And it was finally do what you want. So I did. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing and about it. it. Just get it. Up. Yeah. And it showed up and then it was, I mean, it was kind of on from there. It was just, this is awesome. And kept going. So do you have CNC resources available to those who are looking to get into CNC? Yeah, I have a ton. I mean, on my own YouTube channel, I've done a lot of beginner CNC stuff. There's a lot. There's probably 50 videos or so for beginner CNCs. Um, And my website has a lot of uh, content on there, a lot of blog posts about it. And then uh, I think the thing I'm most known for in the CNC community would be the waste board that I've created for the hobby CNCs. Mm -hmm. And that's on my Etsy channel um, or Etsy, Etsy shop. And then a lot of the videos show you how to make that, what it, what it does, and I break down. So I've, do. I, I put myself into the into the category of like when I first started out, there was a whole lot of really advanced people telling you all these super amazing advanced things that I didn't even understand the terminology. And I said, once I got to past the beginner stage, I thought I need to fill that. I want to fill that gap. I enjoy filling that gap 
of this is what this does. Right. And it's the most simple thing, but when you don't know, you don't know. That's right. So that's kind of where I filled in. I'm, that's where I've, once I found that niche in the YouTube channel, that's kind of where I've aimed it at. But Sam Hoskins yeah. says that he likes your way of thinking. <laughs> He, oh, well, thank you. He, he agrees. He says he just has to let his, or have his honey let him do it too. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, I've linked down below in the description, your YouTube channel and your website. Uh, and I'll put your Etsy store in there after the show. Uh, sure. I've actually bought a couple of files from you or I've, I've got them in my cart and I'm going to, I'm, so I got a Shapeco four and uh, I'm keeping score. And so far it's like, it's it's like Shapeco six and me one, and so <laughs> yeah. he's not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I broke a, a thir- okay. I broke a bit the I other day. The best way to learn is to destroy wood. That's right. That's the best way to learn. That's right. You're gonna you're gonna you're 100 gonna get angry and frustrated, <laughs> and then something will eventually start to click. Guilty as charged. I I I was making a box the other day. I bought uh, a a file for a box on. Um, or I, or I found it on Shapeco's forums or something. And so I, I was making it and everything was going great. And uh, the top got cut out. It wasn't all the way out, but it had cut basically the bolt, everything but the tabs. And it was cutting the other, the bottom out. And I was doing something else in the shop, letting it run. And I heard, bow. I looked back and it, it come unclamped because I, it, oh, yeah. I, I didn't clamp it down good yeah. enough. And when it did, of course, it broke the bit. And it was just, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Not again. Yeah, yeah, he texted me. Yeah. He said, I just learned a $30 lesson. <laughs> a $30, yes, yes. And my, my suggestion is buy uh, $9 bit sets from Amazon first. That's probably a good idea. All, <laughs> and then get the expensive one. Yeah, I, I probably should have done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a very good idea there. Because <laughs> I bought a, a really nice set, astro-coded set from Bits and Bits. And uh, mm-hmm. it was like 300 and something dollars for the whole set. Of course, I got like six yeah. or eight bits, and maybe more than that. And uh, well, the right. one of them got, was not is no longer with us. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you this though: ninety nine percent of the time, when I break a bit, we'll be right back. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. It's not during cutting, it's during some other stupid movement where like, you know, I left something on the table and I clicked home and it just went and ran right over it. Oh. Like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's the worst when you're not even cutting anything. Right. It. It <laughs> that hurts. He did make me a really pretty little, um, it's a round. Like a soap dish? Sort of like a soap dish. Catch all dish? I, that I can sit my um, my spray bottle, my hand soap, and my dish soap all in the little decorative ones. So it's made out of uh, leopard wood. Have you ever heard of working the grain hardwoods out of Bentonville, Arkansas? Mm, I don't think I have. So his website's like wtghardwoods.com. Awesome guy. Oh. Awesome guy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he, he sent me several 
pieces of exotics and, and she likes leopard wood and that's what it was made out of. So I, oh, yeah. I just found a plant online and told the sure. CNC to do it and it, it listened to what I told it to. <laughs> yeah. It worked. That's all do. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I claim that it's not listening. So. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> so yeah. How did you get started on YouTube? So, um, you know your Wahuda joiner? Uh-huh. How did you get that? Uh, Brother Riv gifted that to me. He's, he's probably on the show tonight. Is it? Who who is that? Brother Riv? Brother Riv. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Well, actually, he, he was watching my videos, and, and he said God led him to send me that uh, thing. He sent me a message on Instagram. He says, uh, hey, God wants me to give you this uh, jointer. And I was like, I can't accept that. And uh, I don't remember the exact conversation, but it was like, you're not going to steal my joy. You're getting this. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. And so yeah, I'm a firm believer in letting people help you. Yeah. And a lot so, of people don't want help. Right. And I'm like, part of the joy of the help is being able to give the help. Yeah. yeah. But I, we're both, we're all Christian people. This is, this is kind of what is amazing. A part of a, a God story a little bit. For, for this whole situation, and I thought it was ironic that you have their uh, joiner, but um, I wanted I wanted to get a joiner. I hadn't had any YouTube videos at all yet, and uh, I mean, I was working out of a, like a six by 10 shed. I didn't have any room. The desktop is the only way to go. Right. I didn't really know what a joiner was either because I never really saw one in person. So um, I wanted to get one. My Instagram was super tiny, but... I felt like it was big at the time, <laughs> uh, but I mean, maybe a thousand subscribers or something. And uh, I reached out to Cut Tech, um, and it was some. I, I kept seeing them out there, but I didn't see any information whatsoever about them. And uh, I reached out to them, and after a while of just hounding them, I'll say that I'm ashamed <laughs> of me, way back in the day. They actually responded back to me and gave me a phone, or I found a phone number. They responded back to me. They gave me a phone number. I called it and I talked to talked to a gentleman. Um, very long story short, they're out of Memphis, which mm -hmm. is only two hours from me. You know, four hours for you. Or right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I I I'm in Cersei because of a Christian college. I go to I went to Harding University. Oh, that's, okay. That's, in that's what brought me from from Pennsylvania to Arkansas. Awesome. Everybody gotcha. asks. That is a weird trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I met my wife. Her her parents teach here. She went here. I stayed. I like the country life. Um, but a lot of my family from back home also went to Harding, and um, their Church of Christ, and. Turns out this man who I was talking to was the owner and he is a Church of Christ guy and he said, You're in Cersei. I said, Yes. He said, So you went to Harding? I said, Yes. And he said, So did I. So we both <laughs> went to the same college. That's awesome. And he told me about his wife. She worked at the church. She was a secretary. And I said, What church? Sure not. My cousin goes to his church. Oh, wow. So it was a weird connection there. And he sent me the joiner and I said, I would love to film this. And, and, be my first YouTube channel, I, or YouTube. I didn't know what I was doing. I had a GoPro back before they had screens, <laughs> so I didn't know if it was aiming at me, or I didn't know anything. And we filmed the unboxing, but I turned it off before I turned during the unboxing. Oh. I turned it on oh. in between the parts where I wasn't filming. And then that was my first YouTube. You can see it. Yeah. It's terrible. My first one, but that's that's what started. And then you know, I put it out there, and it got ten views. I was like, holy cow, people are watching my 
something yeah. at all. So I just kind of did it. There was no aspirations to be a big YouTuber or quit my job, make money from it. None of that. It was just, wow, I've produced something of value. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Let's do it again. Let's unbox something again. So, so that, mine's that very similar. Cool. And uh, so I... Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. By the way, Cut Tech actually is Wahuda. Right. He changed the name of it and became Wahuda. So that's good. Oh, yeah. So I, know that out there. Yeah, I talked to him. Uh, he saw the video and uh, emailed me and wanted to talk to me. So we he called, same guy that you're talking to. And yeah. uh, uh, just a good, good guy. Uh, he, he was partners with somebody in Cut Tech and that didn't work out. So he basically rebranded. And so everything's yeah. uh, very similar, but same guy that owns yeah. it. Yeah, the same stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. His story yeah. with mm -hmm. YouTube is similar to yours in that you it feel is. like your first one was. Oh, it's not. terrible. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. But that's how you start. And that's what we've told our yeah, viewers. Yeah, you just got to hit that record button and let it, it happen. Um, we do have a question from a viewer. JC uh, says, what do you find that is selling the best nowadays when it comes to your CNC work? Well, I really don't do any CNC work for people anymore. Uh -huh. mm. uh, I, I used to... Uh, I guess that this goes back to me. I'm in a small town, sort of like um, you now. In, you know, and locally, when I when I first started out, I I made stuff for my wife. She showed it off, and some people wanted things. And then I made more of something I saw on YouTube or something I you know thought about, and made a whole bunch of stuff. And then I was like, well, what do I do with all this? <laughs> and then you try to sell it to. I, yep. I've been to some local craft fairs around town. It's hard to but, sell it. Oh my goodness! It's so hard to sell when you're in a tiny town, mm. not yes. a big city. I think, yes. and I could not make a living doing it. Mm. I applaud that everyone in your chat who is doing this for a living because yep. I cannot. I could not do it. So once it, it kind of cut to where I saw YouTube was a something, everything mm. got focused there, and I really don't sell much of anything, uh, CNC wise at all. I I did I was selling a lot of signs that were state cutouts. That sold a lot, um, but now it's digital files for me because mm -hmm. I'm helping the people. People are watching me not for my product. They're watching me to learn how they make, to use the machine they bought to work so that, like, the, the waste board and the clamps and stuff. That's, right. that's where I make money doing uh, selling things. Mm -hmm. So that's not going to be a great answer for that. <laughs> well, but he just sell it, but he commented back. Situation. And he said, thank you for answering his question, and God bless. So <laughs> I think he was happy oh, with it. <laughs> well, great. so you're not, are you a full-time or you still have a, a full-time job? No, I'm an exterminator full-time. Okay. Yeah. So I, this, is, this, this was a part-time, it happened to make fun money to fund <laughs> more of the things in here. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of uh, people who do woodworking are doing it to fund uh, to buy more tools. Uh, I've done that yes. for a very long so time. So I was reading. What did he say? Uh, that he's not, he does exterminating full time. Okay. Well, you've got another question from another viewer. 203 Designs wants to know if you still have the very first thing you made. So if you made it for your wife, maybe you do. Not sure. Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, I don't have that, that bookshelf, no. But I have the first, I can, I say, like I, I was gifted a lathe, my great grandfather's lathe. Mm -hmm. uh, See, that's how this was made. I right. started turning out of nowhere, and mm -hmm. I turned a little bowl for my wife's ring by the sink when she's washing her hands and you know stuff. And we, she still uses that. No, that's so, awesome. 
So that's, that's one of the first things that we still use. But yeah, the, I don't have the bookshelf anymore. I don't have a clue where that went. So. The very first uh, woodworking project he built, he sold, but his first CNC project actually is with one of our viewers. Yep, we Mr. met him Paul for uh, yeah. uh, breakfast actually in Nashville this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave it to him. Cool. Yeah, it was that's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Um, Michael Lashane wants to know, would you recommend getting a desktop CN, I think he's saying CNC until he has the space and money for a larger one. So maybe like a Nomad or something similar. Yeah. Or the, the Chinese 3031, I think it's a very, very tiny one. Um, man, that's hard. I, I don't think so in my opinion. Okay. Um, I, I've gone the other way because I started out with an X-Carp, which is not, I mean, still in the world of CNCs, it's it's a tiny hobby CNC. Mm -hmm. But then I was sent a little teeny desktop CNC and it was so infuriating <laughs> that I used it once and I gave it away and I, I will never touch one again. Wow. Um, so I would, I would suggest saving your money and spending $1,500 or so dollars on uh well me personally i have a onefinity now so i would say a onefinity machine is a small one or a shapeoko something in that range um x car shapeoko onefinity uh millwright i guess are the that that's the the range of the 15 two thousand range um i mean it, but it all has to do with your budget i mean right if, if yeah dollars is what you can do and you've never done it do it but i i it just I'm giving my experience. I started with a with a with an X carb, a decent sided X carb, and I went backwards, and it was right. No, and, and that, it's not the same experience. That's what we've tried to tell the viewers before. Um, don't go ahead and spend money on something that you don't think is going to fit your needs mm -hmm. or work for very long. Wait, save up your money and get what you really want. Right. A lot of a lot of the message in CNC world is buy your second machine first. Right. Um, so, and, and I agree with that. But so far, the hobby CNC machines have done everything I've required it to do. It's the only thing that I I haven't got is a four by eight sheet of plywood on a machine. So mm -hmm. yeah, so huge, gotcha. but also you need a big space to do that. And I haven't had that until 10 years later, so. Well, now yeah. that we're, we've, we're talking about the shop, don't you have a question about it? Yep, yeah, I see, uh, I, I follow you on Instagram and, and YouTube both. And I saw that you got a new shop, and I've been following that process along. Uh -huh. uh, can yeah. you tell us what shop you started in? I think well, you already briefly did. mentioned that. Like and then yeah. where, how you progressed to this and what you plan on doing with this new shop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're seeing more than I've really shown off uh, behind me so far, and I'm super late. In we'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Uh, I'm dragging my feet here. Process video series that I'm putting out right now because I kind of went from what the old man had it in here to what I have now behind me. So uh, I meant to do that every week, and I don't know how you guys do it. Every <laughs> it's crazy. a lot of work. I, I can do maybe once a month. It's, <laughs> it's very hard. Um, but yeah, I started out 
was a dilapidated old shed on my old house and it was just storage for everything outdoors. And once I started collecting tools, I needed something specific for that because you can't work in a shop that has all your yard equipment in it too. There's no space. So I built a 10 by 16 barn style shed. And that's where it really started to where it was, where I would say Myers Woodshop kind of was birthed. And then um, I broke down one side of the wall and added another, uh, it went to 20 by 16. And uh, it was kind of a lean-to style off that end. And then that's when I was able to actually get a CNC and fit it in there because they're, you know, they take up a lot of size. You finally Um, had room. Packing that place full of all kinds of like, you know, all kinds of things. And if I was not the most organized person on the planet, I wouldn't have been able to fit in there. And so one day I got a, a Snapmaker sent me a 3D printer. It's like this, it's a big 3D printer, but it also does CNC and um, uh, lasering. And I rearranged and rearranged and couldn't fit it anymore. And finally I went into the house and said, buy me a new house, I'm ready. Cause my wife was ready to move. So <laughs> that's awesome. We, that's how we ended up moving here. And this place, I'm in a, a 1500 square foot, uh, its own building. It's, Holy uh, cow, 1500 square foot. That's a lot of room. That's wow. a lot of room. Out here, it going from a 16 by 20 to a 30 by 50 is insane. Yeah, I and, bet. Uh, so much yeah, more room for activities. Projects without having to get poked by tools or move <laughs> tools to get the other tools. I was not using tools because it took me 30 minutes to get them out to use them. Like my chop saw was on a flip tape. Mm. It took me 30 minutes to get that out. I was coming up with some weird ways to cut wood because I was like, no, this will take me two seconds <laughs> if I do it really sketchy on the table saw. Yeah. Which I don't recommend, but man, size. <laughs> but it... you will fill up whatever size you have because mm-hmm. I'm already full. And I'm already Absolutely. <laughs> He's filling up our whole house. Yeah, I, I took over the garage, and uh, of course that's uh-huh. the workshop now. And then now we got this bedroom is now the studio, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what else is next. Maybe uh, maybe another kid yeah. moves out. I'll take that as uh, <laughs> camera storage. I don't know. <laughs> oh my Whatever goodness! Size you have, you're gonna fill. <laughs> <sighs> that's right. So if somebody's interested in getting started with CNC, and they so some people finance them, and some people buy yeah. them outright. And so do you think? Yeah. That so my video my idea for the video series is what I reached out to several companies. Carbide 3D was the one that sent me the Shapeoko Shapeoko for to see if I could actually prove my theory is you can take the CNC and learn it with a little effort and then actually make projects that actually sell and you could actually pay for the machine plus some. Do you believe that's true? But well, maybe not in his area. Yeah, but just anywhere like Etsy or in yeah, in it changes the game for the area. I, I made it. It made a difference once it got to Etsy, and it, Etsy's tricky though because mm-hmm. things are big, and yeah. things break in the mail. Uh, a bunch of things break I in the mail. Out those tape signs, and I was sending them all over the the, the country, the globe, uh, or the well, I'm in with states, so it was all over the United States. Um, but things break. That's a bummer. You lose money on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I would here's what I would suggest is no matter what CNC you're going to look at buying, or let's say laser or 3D printer, because I'm big into those two, mm-hmm. and I think this principle goes for all those, is that the software to run them, you can generally get for free, 
and you can't make your, your machine do something that the software didn't tell it to do, the number one thing is making, making use of that software. The machine is the easy part. The software is the hard part. Very much so. Uh, so, so download so the software. Makes software alone can be a college course or two or three. All right. So download the software and get good at that software, and then get your CNC, and then you'll be ready to start cutting. Excellent. And you can generally see. I mean, peruse Etsy and see what's selling. What's the best selling? Right. Right. So that, flags that's, are huge. Everybody does flags. <laughs> that's, that, so so that, that's my suggestion on, on any either one of those machines. Mm -hmm. CNC right. laser or 3D printer. Check out the software first. Generally, you can get some, some good stuff for free, software-wise, and then go from there. Um, doesn't really help you with selling so much, but I'm not really a seller. <laughs> that, that's and, kind of our thing. Yeah. That's and so like at. Etsy for us was, it was a very slow starter and I found something that was selling, which was my stove covers or it was her design. And yeah. I sold, you know, I just put one up there, one, it sold. And then I made another one and put up there. And then somebody asked me if I could make one in a different color. And so I did. And I put pictures of it on there. And then as time went on, people wanted different colors, you know, stained or painted. And I just kept adding to that. And before long, I had 15 or 20 different options people could buy from. And those things took off. And I was working my tail off trying to keep up with the orders. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so that's what I always tell people. You got to find something that sells. Because if you just search cutting boards, you're going to find like 12,000 or 15,000 uh, um, listings of a cutting board. Fun if, fact, I've never made a cutting board. I never will. I haven't either. <laughs> and and so if you don't, if you're not able to find something that's unique, it's going to be very difficult to get on that homepage without paying for an ad. It's right, just... Absolutely. What, what I'm thinking right now, the, the prime example I have of somebody I follow and I'm friends with is uh, Two Moose Design. Mm -hmm. they, they make dog trays, cattle right. trays with their CNC. And that... I mean, it is everywhere. Everyone is making it. Everyone is buying their file. It's just caught on like wildfire. And I'm seeing that. I'm like, how did I make that? But you'll find that you you will find something that will hit. Yeah. It, it needs to be that that case. And sometimes that thing sucks to make. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the big thing that started for me was color a color pencil bowl. I mm -hmm. laid, I glued all, I epoxied all the color pencils together. I turned it on a lathe and it's a colored pencil bowl. And that was my first kind I've of thing. My first kind of viral stuff that was going out. Yeah, they're beautiful. And, and I hate making them. They're they beautiful. Not fun. I do not like the lathe. I was covered in epoxy. <laughs> I don't like wearing a mask, so I probably have epoxy lung. You don't and like I, uh, I epoxy. <laughs> but that was one thing that when when I went to the um, the fairs locally, I'd set them out on the table, and everyone would come over and be like, "I saw this on Facebook. This is awesome!" <laughs> but I charged one hundred and fifty dollars, and no one bought it. Right? No one. And then I put it on Etsy, and I was shipping around the world all over. I wow. couldn't keep them in stock enough. But it's it's crazy. Uh huh. Okay, so <clears throat> we have a question from uh, R H Harley guy. He's mm -hmm. we love R H Harley guy. He says, question for Mr. Myers. Well, first, welcome to our community led by the pocket hole king. <laughs> then he asked, how do you feel about pocket holes? <laughs> Somebody always asks that. Somebody always asks. He's got a second question, too, that may or may not make sense to you, but we'll let you go with the pocket hole question. <laughs> uh, 
I have no problem with fire dogs. <laughs> That's make, good. Whatever's easy and quick. Yeah. So, you know, every, uh, yeah. We'll just have to, to sidestep that. <laughs> he's, he's reminded me of the time. Um, his, oh. his, I don't know if you've ever really watched any of our stuff uh, or if you've heard it, but there's a green door movement with the 731 um, fist bump crew. Okay, good. <laughs> he wants to know, um, how do you feel about the color green for a door? Every guest gets asked this question by one of our members. <laughs> That would not be the choice of color for me. See, see. Both of my shops have had a blue door. <laughs> my, my last one I painted blue. This one I painted blue. And our house, I, we I, painted both I'm black. so ready to get rid of that green door. <laughs> you have a green. It, Larry, it, it's Mr. A Larry, my side. Mr. Larry Broom wants to know what software you use for your CNCs. Vector Aspire. Vector Aspire. <laughs> Michael Mason said that. My channel shows Carbide Create. Because that's free. Right. Electric Aspire is as much as a CNC. Yes. But, but it's way more powerful. So that's where I, that's me. But I'm teaching other people how to use it. So, yeah. you know, Carbide Create is a great program to start with that is free. So you were talking about hating to make those uh, uh, bowls. Uh, have you ever had moments you felt like giving up the woodworking business? And if so, what'd you do to get through those times? I wouldn't say give up the woodworking business because it's not so much a business for me. I mean, or the hobby. It's a nice yeah. side, side hobby. Um, I guess the closest thing I can think of right now is 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 moving. Uh, I always felt the the urge to post on Instagram or keep this social media up every day. I felt like the content wasn't. If I, I couldn't keep up, why? How does everybody else have so much content? <laughs> struggling to find content you're doing that and right stuff now. like that and it, it was definitely a jones is looking at other people's like man mm -hmm. i've got to put out more i've got to put out more um mm -hmm. we moved and i have had no time the, the time did not exist right because the house we stripped the house started all over the whole shop was started all over and i have not posted regularly at all and I felt really guilty to myself, which is weird. Why mm. does it matter? <laughs> but like, I could go a week now and not give it a second thought, and it is so liberating. That's good. I cannot. I, it's so awesome. I, so it's not a quit. I, it's kind. Of, I've kind of found the joy back in me. Like I've done a ton of stuff in the shop that I should have filmed and made a YouTube video, and I am so glad I didn't. Oh yeah. Because it was so enjoyable by myself to just whip this thing out and get it done, and it's hung. And you'll see it in the end video. Like, right. hey, I made this thing, but you didn't see me make it. And I enjoy doing it now. Like the joy, YouTube sucks the joy away. And it's finding that, you know, center of being, okay, this is going to take me longer, but okay, I really enjoy making this or showing this off. Um, but it's not my job. Right. So I'm fortunate that it's not my job. So I can step back yeah now you as far as i understand it's your job it is now as of yeah. uh four weeks so, ago yeah so it's like you gotta post right you gotta post job well right. that, so I, that scares man that scares me to death we were doing uh two videos a week up until three weeks ago or so and I, I noticed it that was hard i it noticed was so hard. that yeah. i noticed that our um 
our our views were down and I think it was just because it was too much for the channel mm -hmm. and, and also it was very difficult to get out to a week very difficult it was and so I done uh, one a week and then everything kind of started trending back up and I thought well, we're going to try this for a while and it makes it uh, our life easier yeah <laughs> because we're doing the live show more into that and one. I can put more effort into one video Mm -hmm. Right, and so yeah. that's what we're trying to do now. But, it's it's yeah. turned into more about quality than quantity. Right, I'm trying to make a right. better, and I don't worry about Instagram as much. I'll post on there sometimes. I do stories on there, but I don't. Not I'm not concerned with Instagram. It, it was the same else. thing that you were saying. You know, he felt more guilty himself. Mm -hmm. You know, for not trying. Or, and I finally told him one day because he was killing himself answering everybody's messages. And I finally told him one day. I said, "Baby, it's okay not to." get to everything every day you've got to have time for your mind to rest and when he started actually doing that it was it's yeah. like you said it was a world of relief the thing that crushed me was when my son came to me and said can you get off the computer and come spend time with me <laughs> oh yeah that'll get you I, I would not be that dad are you telling me i'm that dad i did yeah. not know i was that dad and that crushed me and i was like nope this is I, I am doing something wrong, yeah. and I've got to change it. This is not worth it. Bless it. No. Uh, but yeah. I, I am the same way. I want to try to answer everybody mm -hmm. and answer every comment because I totally feel what I give out of, I get back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I want to do that. I want to do that. And it, and I am a checklist kind of guy, the email, right. when I, you know, the email is a checklist. I love a clean inbox kind of deal. <laughs> you know inbox with instagram and comments and stuff mm. so it's like there is pressure from me on yeah. me yeah and man i don't know why but you're you're, you're, you're holding yourself here. yeah when we got so to 130 when we got you. when we got to 130,000 subscribers that's when i stopped answering every message that was coming even if it was good video i'd say thank you or something because i was spending multiple hours a day answering questions and while i appreciate them commenting it was just unfeasible for me to keep up with that and it was just yeah. taking so much time I can't even fathom. that would be insane I, I, yeah it was to the point to where he, he was still working at the time law enforcement he would be gone and i would not hear from him normally we we check mm. in with each other you know throughout the night yeah, when he would yeah. be working yeah it was to the point to where he was telling viewers and stuff what he was doing at night instead of me <laughs> i was like you're not even having a conversation with me anymore you know all you're right. doing he he felt such a need to talk to everybody so much that it was sort of like your son coming to you i had to go to him and say um i had yeah. no idea what was going yeah. on you know yeah it can yeah. be too much it was a wake-up call yeah it was yeah so I might not take too much of your time. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, I would like for, sure. if, if you can, to close. Uh, we're openly Christian here. We believe God is blessing what we're doing. Uh, I know that I you are as well. And I would like to hear from you what God has done for you uh, or your business or woodworking or personal life or anything you want to share with that. Oh, man. Well, uh, God has done everything without him. Without him, there is no hope. I'll That's say right. That. That's right. So, um, some of the things, I mean, Looking back on my life, I can see where his hand was in clearly in my life. Um, I ran and I actually, when I graduated from college, I mean, obviously I went to a Christian college, but that led me to, uh, I, I did a whole lot of different stuff. I didn't know what I, I went to. I got a general studies degree because I never could decide on what <laughs> I wanted to do. And then I ended up getting an MBA because that was basically the MBA, the master's of 
general studies. <laughs> so I didn't know what I wanted. I coached lacrosse. I got some free credits, so I yeah. went and got, a, got an MBA. That's awesome. Um, but I did a whole lot of different jobs. It didn't prepare me for anything specific, but I did a lot of different jobs. And then um, I worked at a Bible bookstore here in town. I became the manager. I was there for four years. Uh, I thought life was set there. And we were about to have our first child. We were in that stage where we didn't tell anybody that you were pregnant yet. Mm-hmm. And you want to make sure everything's it's, okay. It's there. Mm-hmm. And uh, that morning I was dragging the stuff outside for the, it was summer or, you know, spring, summer, taking the tables outside to have a little sidewalk sale and the building burnt to the ground. Oh, wow. If I was using the bathroom, I would have been toast. Oh my goodness. And, uh, yeah, it was pre- unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. Um, but I, w- I stood on the business next to where we were and watched with my boss, uh, the, bu- the business burn to the ground and think I am, my wife's in college. She's pregnant. I'm the only income. I thought life was set. This, I thought I had, I had a plan. God, we had it all worked out <laughs> and it burned to the ground. And, uh, and here I am spreading your word literally through Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the business next to us was where I work now. The, the extermination didn't even realize that was there. I, I drove by it for four years. I have no clue. Didn't even, their owner came out, talked to me. We we're just talking about life. He said, come inside. We talked. I had the best interview of a job I've ever had, not knowing I had a job interview. <laughs> didn't expect the exterminator of my life. That right. was something I aspired to be, but it ended up working out unbelievably well. I, uh, you set your own schedule. I got paid way more. I have yet to miss a thing that my child has done. That's awesome. Yep. Kind of counterdicts what I said earlier where dad, you're busy. Right. I am here, but I never missed anything. Right. But yeah, I so much more time. And uh I mean that that was a very clear hand of God thing in my life to where you have your plans and God knows better than what you know. Yeah. <laughs> what you plan. Uh but yeah, oh man. That's just one example of the million. If if any of your listeners want to listen to anything, want to talk about that. I will always openly talk about that in any way they want to communicate with me. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's a. And I've got really all cool your. Uh, that is really cool. I've got all your stuff linked in the description below. If anybody wants to check your channel out or your Instagram, and I'll put your Etsy store in there too after the show tonight. But man, I really appreciate you taking Thank the time you so and joining us for tonight. joining us. No, yeah. Well, it's so great meeting you guys. I'm, it's so awesome that it's an Arkansas thing. That's right. Yeah. And I really, I'm really trying to get the Arkansas makers together now that I have a shop. Yeah, that's big enough to host. There are more of us out there than you would know. We have uh, some on the chat tonight. Meet up here. Yeah, we have some yeah, on the cool. chat tonight. Go back through the chat. Uh, I, I'm sure I missed a ton of questions. Um, if you want to go back through them and look, but we have um, several people from Arkansas that join us usually every week. So yeah, there's there's awesome. they're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're in Arkansas and you're nearby me. In any way, please send me a message. Let me know you exist. I would love to and, meet up. And with, brother Riv, there down here, but it's brother Riv sent a message, and he says that kids spell love as T I M E. So I think that was in response to your story about your son coming to you. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It is. It's a hundred percent true. He's yes. right, and it, it's such a good reminder to have. And please, everybody, if you're listening. 
Don't let your kids say it to you because it will break your heart. <laughs> We've got Brenda Beeson on here from Arkansas also, so she might be one that uh, you could look into. I know she's awesome. on here. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us, Thank guys. Um, yeah. Make sure you check out the links mm -hmm. to get to his videos and everything. All right? Thank you, Ben. Yes. Thank you very much. God bless. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay, so really quick, I'm going to do a call out of our states while you get everything situated. We've already done our sawdust spotlight. If those of you that joined this late, we'll go ahead and uh, put that back on there in just a moment. Uh, let's do our state call outs. We've got Illinois, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Missouri, Minnesota, Canada, Maine, Florida, Australia, Colorado, Michigan, New York, California, Alabama, Connecticut, Maryland, Virginia, Georgia, Vermont, Arkansas, Tennessee, Texas, Iowa, Ohio, Louisiana, South Carolina, North Carolina, Rhode Island, Indiana, Arizona, Kansas, and of course, Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> um, go ahead and put our sawdust spotlight back on again. Those of you that uh, come in a little late, our sawdust spotlight this week was for Chris Reynolds. He did his very first porch swing. And it when, turned out phenomenal. It's beautiful. And so when I saw that, I was in... in Mo was a little upset because she did pick out a different mm -hmm. sawdust spotlight for the week, but I'd already chosen this. So. Ain't nothing like sitting in a porch swing. <sighs> See, that's why when I saw it, I was like, man, it reminded me of growing up. On, I, yeah, I grew up. I had one all, on our all front whole porch. time I grew up. Uh, it, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to go back and answer a question that had come through. I told him that we would get to it in just a moment. So Pokey on Two's MC Life, I don't know what that name is, but I love it, says, do you know where he could purchase a 36725 T2 Delta table saw? <laughs> I told Lowe's you I'd get back had to a, So somebody shared with me on Instagram, and I shared that story on my stories, that they found one locally and that Lowe's had several in stock all over the country. So check your local Lowe's, or even if you have to drive for some, they are few and far between when they come in stock. So if you can find one, you better get it because it uh, they go pretty quick. Payment to dirt, Josh. I ain't seen you in a while, man. Okay, so, uh, oh, Paul's on there. He said that he's using the little tray you made him, the dresser caddy, and he loves it. What? We got to do a mail call. Oh, I've got that on here. Okay. I was just saying that first. All right. So we've got some mail calls that we're going to do. Yep. Um, This... Go ahead and do that, and I'll get the other uh, stuff Jacob together. Luna sent this, uh, Texas Trooper license plate. <laughs> so that'll go in the shop right beside the main one. That's awesome. Thank you, sir. Yep, that was pretty cool. Yep. So something really cool happened for us this weekend. Very we, cool. We drove to Nashville, Tennessee for a little mini vacation, just the two of us, and we actually got to meet one of you, Paul Mood, who's on here with us week yep. after week. Um, and it was... So cool. Very cool. Like we walked away from that and we, we kept saying, Man, he's a good guy. That was just <laughs> it was so much fun for us to get to meet somebody that we talked to through mm -hmm. this chat. Um, but he had some gifts for us. We've yep. got them behind us here. So he gave us some Metro, shirts. Metro Police uh, Nashville. Yep. T shirt. We love those. I'll let you hold it. <laughs> also he uh brought us a coffee cup with the uh, Metro Nashville Police Department uh, CSI unit. On each side, we got two of those uh, <laughs> patches uh, for each of us. Very cool. 
Well, you, you kind of steal all that stuff, so I'll let me look And uh, a couple each. of challenge coins also <laughs> for my collection, so thank you, Paul, for that. Yeah, and uh, a couple of little things in there. Yep. It, it was super cool, but he also bought us breakfast. Bought our breakfast. Um, Which he didn't have to do, but that was really nice of him, and we got to eat some good food and sit and have good conversation, Um, my, and we thought that was really, really it cool. It was awesome, and uh, yeah. my brother Bryson Schultz wants to know, uh, how was the concert? Okay, so, hey Bryson, <laughs> so we went to the K-Love Fan Awards. We didn't do the full experience. We just did the main thing. Yep. Next year, we plan on doing the full experience, but it was four hours of solid worship. It was awesome. That was not just talking about God. It was opening with prayer and then prayer in between and Bible verses every between every performance yeah, and performances or before they by the winners of the content or the, the and performances and by everybody you could imagine. Yeah, you know, you had good. Crowder really and Zach Williams and Mercy Me and Toby Mac and so many. Oh my so many. gosh. We the Kingdom. All of the, your new we favorite. the Kingdom. I loved <laughs> we, we the Kingdom. But it opened with Good God Almighty by Crowder. And yeah. If you guys have never heard that song, um, I suggest you go listen to it really loud and just fill it within it was, yourself. It was a really cool experience. We got there mm -hmm. early, and uh, of course, they had a red carpet where you could see everybody walking by and things. We got in there, sat down, mm -hmm. and I was thinking, you know, this is a TV show. It's going to be a, an awards show. It's going to be on TBN Friday, June 4th at like 8 or 9 Central. You check your local listings. And, uh, but <laughs> we're, we plan on rewatching it, but. We was in uh, the balcony, so we was right above the stage. You could we could see everything, and it yeah. was just like I thought it was gonna. I thought my we didn't think it would be full songs. No, in my stuff. mind's eye, I was like they're gonna play snippets of songs, and it's gonna be a TV show where they're gonna like tell you to be quiet or tell you to applause. Not no, it was awesome. It was it was earth shattering worship. Yeah. Like it, you could feel the spirit within that. Whole, you know, you've got almost 4,000 people yeah, in there. It was probably at least 3,500 people. And um, so Good God Almighty has been my favorite song for a few weeks now. Months, like I've, I've been, I've been, I listen to it probably 20 times a day, no lie. <laughs> um, and so whenever they were introducing the very first performance, he looked at me and he said, you're fixing to get your song. And I'd already told him before the concert, <laughs> I said, if Crowder sings Good God Almighty, what did I say? You said, I'm going to lose my crap. I lost my crap because <laughs> <laughs> I had tears. It opened up, and y'all, even after he finished his performance, he was on the front row. In every performance that was done after that, he was up dancing, and it, it was just... Yeah, uh, Coach CJ said he hung out with David Crowder uh, in the 90s. In the, or in the 2000s, 2000s. And he and his wife are awesome people. That guy, man, he's got a new fan in me because... I, he was dressed in all like a white ja uh, suit jacket, white pants, white shirt, white hat. Hair all pulled back. And <laughs> we, I couldn't like we were a good ways away so from you, him, but I could he's, see him. He's mentioning his clothes, so you understand how well he could point him out and see. Yeah, him. like he was like he was bright. You could see him. And this guy, man, he was uh, cheering on everybody that won. He was nominated for multiple things, didn't win any of them. But when the other person won, he was like hugging them and like really, you could tell he was really happy for them. Mm -hmm. Sold me. He was up dancing at every song. Like this, I like that dude. Man. I, and his favorite one that's out right now is Say I Won't. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> I told him, I said, that needs to be the yeah, topic of the Say show. Um, because 
all of you guys are so supportive. Um, and y'all share so much love and support and kindness mm-hmm. to us. But what you don't see um, is all of the hate that he <laughs> receives. He receives hate every day. Um, and not not just mild hate. He receives hate. <laughs> he receives more hate as an an outly, outwardly spoken Christian than he did as an officer. Um, people feel the need to email him and say, you know, this isn't what you should be doing, all this stuff. And so when I heard that song, all I could think about was him. Because even when the noise of all of that hate is trying to drive the music out, mm. he's still going to be dancing. And that's what and that's what it says in that song. And so I told him, I said, you need to answer those people and just say, say I won't. <laughs> because God's got this. Yep. So anyway, that, that, oh. That concert was amazing. It was awesome. If you ever had the chance to go to something like that, do, by all means, go for it. It's awesome. Uh, James Gias, uh, I don't know how to say your name, sorry. He <laughs> says you have a cutting board business, haven't sold any. Uh, any tips for Etsy? I have an Etsy video. You can go watch that. That will get you started on Etsy. The main thing is you need to, Welcome you're going to have to wind up spending money to make money on Etsy, basically. You're going to have to buy some ads. Hey. Great. Grandpa, I want to know if I have any Arkansas State Police Challenge coins. I've given them all the way. That every time I get one, I usually give it away, and I, I don't have access to them anyway. I guess you could go to the association and buy them, but I haven't. Our, our church gave us these little uh, books that basically take you through the process of sharing the gospel. Sharing the gospel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and he left it in our hotel room in Nashville, <laughs> so hopefully, you know, he he does try to to do that kind of stuff all the time. Um, really quick, we had two members join our Wumba Six uh, Club. Michael Mason, I think he you, upgraded to it. I'm not sure. And then, Chris, I am going to butcher your last name if I try it. <laughs> so I'm going to let him try it. That way, if it's butchered, I can't it's read his your fault. You are such a liar. H A F L. Halfling sleeve. <laughs> what? Half sleeves. Half sleeves. I think it's like Thank you, Wise Woodworks. Halflin shed? Halflin sled? Half, half sleeves. Half Halflin sled. Halflin sled. Halflin sled. Halfkin? Is that a K? Yeah. I don't think that's, that's you're right. No, I, I thought you could read your right. That's right really fast. <laughs> so, Wise Woodworks also yep, joined our Rumble. Okay, I just saw that. <laughs> Let me write him down. That is so funny. If he's still so, on here, I need to know. <laughs> so uh, the goal with this, having the CNC uh, guy on because uh, he knows his stuff on CNC, I wanted to get that on. Of course, I'm working on a CNC series uh, video. It's not going to be the next video that comes out. It may I don't know when it's coming out. A few weeks from now, maybe. Maybe two weeks. I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to see, by getting that CNC, if I can make a viable run at selling things. And so that's still the goal. Uh, right now, I've started on the CNC, and it is kicking my tail. Uh, the software, like he said, was is a challenge for me to learn. I'm not, I do okay with computers, but it just seems like it's a lot. And so I, I'm taking it slow, trying to learn it. And uh, from there, I'm going to learn if if I can make a go with this. Uh, I, don't, I plan on having a CNC video about every six weeks. So uh, for four to six weeks, depending on uh, the thing. So I don't want to take over the channel. I, I'm not, not going to have any I don't plan on having any like straight up CNC project videos. I just want to be able to kind of document and see if you can take a CNC, learn it, and start selling things. And so that's why I wanted to have Ben on uh, tonight. 
Um, really quick, I want to say thank you to all of you for all of your love and support on our post about Mo. Yep. Getting her job, getting yep, her classroom. Um, he was crying, and he got hurt, y'all, this weekend, so I told her to what bring him to us. <laughs> He's not bad. Mo, you want to say thank you real quick? You don't have to get on camera if you want to say thank you. Thank you all. <laughs> um, so, what, okay. He's wanting you now. No, so, Coda got no. hurt while we were in Nashville. Um, and he actually got hurt really bad. And we got the call while we were having breakfast <laughs> with Paul Mood. Um, he somehow slid trying to run down our You're front steps, which are concrete. And when he really? landed, he landed with these two front legs kind of underneath them, mm -hmm. and it took all the the skin off, and he bled like a stuck pig. Yeah. He, um, he had a tumble. Yeah, and so he's been wanting his mama. <laughs> he's so he he may be noisy, but we've only yeah. got a few minutes left. So <laughs> thank y'all for giving the congrats to her. Um, she's she's extremely excited, and um, she's ready for it. So we're excited to have her there. She's going to be a good little teacher. Mm -hmm. She's going to be short as the kids, but <laughs> they're a, taller than me. Robert Ketchum said, that's a lethal tail. He will pop you with yes, that thing. Yes, he will. <laughs> when it hits a wall, it's really loud. Just open it for him. He's um, he's a bit of a mama's boy, and so when he got hurt and I wasn't with him, that was really hard <laughs> for me. Mess, Paul, I was kind of freaking out when we were eating breakfast. Um, yeah, it, it, it was... <laughs> <laughs> Mo said you gave her a stink gave eye. Gave a stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> Mo's dog gives me a stink eye at night. She she doesn't when she gets sleepy she wants Thank to go. Thank you, PF. Thank you, PF. I love the little emoji things. Do I don't see it? them. Oh mine, it just says watch, I'll put it on the screen. It says uh pair character doing a <laughs> classic mic drop. <laughs> Cause we're using what, a streaming software. Mine? Yeah. He's dropping the mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine, it's a streaming software, so it comes through this. It doesn't show the uh, Facebook So chat. how do you get those little emoji things? It's under the Super Chat stuff. Oh, you got to be Super Chat to yeah. do it. Well, dang. I'm not one of your Super Chatters. Monkey Poo Coffee gave you the stank eye. That's what oh. <laughs> Wise Woodwork said. Man, we had some good coffee in Nashville. Yeah, if y'all have a chance to go to Nashville and visit that city, it was really cool. Uh, we went uh, we all around the city. Uh, we was around the uh, Grand Old Opry for a while. Uh, that mall right there, Opry, Opry Mills Mall, was packed. Oh, my goodness. That but we did do an escape fun. room. Oh, it was fun. And we, we got escaped. out. We, we got out. A minute and 58 seconds left, but we got out with a little help from the guy. And, <laughs> and uh, they... Uh, and we also spent some time downtown, the Broadway area, uh, during the day. I heard at night, uh, Mr. Paul told us not to be down there after nine, and we didn't stay in there past what three. -ish? Okay, so I don't understand um, some of the stuff that some of these <laughs> new trends that are going on. That's not something I know we talk about on the show, so I won't go into all of it. But um, we saw some interesting uh, things. <laughs> yes, interesting, uh, diverse crowd. Of people, uh -huh, uh -huh. And, uh, it was it was interesting, but it, mm -hmm. we had a good time and we ate a lot of good food, and uh, it was a good good trip. Reload good trip. and shoot says CNC isn't that hard. There is a learning curve, so see, there's hope. Yep, yeah, there's hope went from making a sign the first week and the second week, and now running kitchen and utility cabinets through. What? Awesome. That is awesome. So, 
that's my plan too is just to take it slow Can and learn it. Can you make any new cabinets? I can't that? make you new cabinets. Uh, Mr. Uh, reload and shoot can, but I cannot. <laughs> uh, Robert, catch them. Right. You can. What's up? I don't know. I don't know about no cabinets. Uh, you can send, just send me an email, 731boobworks at gmail.com. We'll talk about uh, getting me a coin. I would appreciate a Coast Guard one because I don't have one. <laughs> Stephanie said those escape rooms are such fun, especially if you have some smart people with you. Yeah, I was glad I had her with me. So, no, he did great in it. The last one we went to, we took all three kids with us. Youngest son didn't want to have anything to do with it. The older two, they're very competitive, especially <laughs> with each other. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie was like the MVP of it. Even the guide that watches you while you're in it told her she was. We're going to another one in Destin. Yeah. But it's going to be... It's a, like a scary It's going to be a horror one about dolls. And so... Oh, but it's going to be us two and the oldest two kids that are going to it. So, Mackenzie, this is where she's... You know, this is where Mo can really shine. Because mm -hmm. she loves that kind of stuff. So, uh, Kenny Howe says that... Is that who you answered a while ago? Mm -mm. He says that he can give you some CNC help. Awesome. Uh, my main issue is just learning the software right now. Uh, so right now I'm not actually even, I haven't designed anything. I bought a few files on Etsy and I found some on the Shapeco uh, forums or they have a, like a file, uh, something that they, like a website they have files on. That's where I've made some uh, actual little trays. I gave the first CNC, the first successful CNC project went to Paul Mood. Uh, the other day we had breakfast, but it's very similar to this, except for I made his out of canary wood, and this one's out of uh, quilted maple. But this is my camera catch-all tray, if you can't tell. But uh, these are pretty neat little projects. They're really easy to do on the CNC. You just make sure they're clamped down very well. Uh, it's got three little pockets in it for different things, and as long as they're clamped down, it'll work fine, and you get your zero set on everything. But... Jeff Fergoso mm -hmm. says, have you tried Fusion 2000? It's good. I have not. So I've got, uh, right now, I'm using Carbide Create Pro. I went ahead and bought that. But um, Timmy, uh, uh, reload Jimmy shoot, that Tidwell would be awesome. says, I used to run a CNC that had two 5 by 12 tables on it. It oh, was wow. great. That was a big one. Huh. Reload and shoot. Mm -hmm. Four minutes to cut. That's pretty cool. Yours takes forever to cut. Yeah, I'm low and slow. Does, do you pick the speed? No. Oh. Shapeco does. <laughs> I, I have... Now, I was breaking a law the other day with it when I, I was cutting that one out, actually, and I bumped it up to 150% of what they suggested. You can do that in the settings and stuff, and it rocked right along. I, I kind of felt like if it wasn't binding up or, or splintering the wood or making any kind of crazy noise, it'd be all right. <laughs> I'm uh, for the dust collection on. I'm just using a shop vac, the rigid shop vac. I haven't got uh, I haven't got the dust collection yet. Uh, Dan Dixon says that he thinks we would enjoy Branson. We've Possible. had we know a lot of people that have gone there. Mm -hmm. We've never gone. Um, I think have Dylan and Mike gone. I there? think so. I can't remember. Um, we're going to Destin real soon, and I I would really like to do. Another trip, just you and I again. Yeah, let's go back to Nashville. I like Nashville. We love Nashville. There's a place, I don't know the name of it, and if Paul's on here, I don't know if he knows the name of it, but it's across the street from, what's that, that hockey? Reliance Arena, I think. 
The, it's the hockey, the hockey arena. arena. It's an Italian restaurant that's across the street from it. When's hockey season? That was the best food ever. Because I want to go to a hockey game now that I know where there's an arena within six hours. Um, Great Grandpa asked if you've looked at the Harbor Freight Dust Collector. I haven't. Uh, I'm talking to Delta right now and trying to work something out with them on a uh, dust collector from them. But I've heard the Harbor Freight Dust Collector is actually really good. Uh, Wise says that they went to Branson for their honeymoon. He's just awesome. laying there. He just wants to be close September to is when hockey season starts. So, so see, that would work. We go down September or October, and uh, the weather will be cooling back off. And Miss Cheryl, I got your email. I don't know if you got it or my response to it. I didn't see a different one. I just got that one. Um, but I did send you my cell number if you want to message Hey, Jake, what's going on, man? Uh, uh, yeah, Graf, the... I think it is. Uh, our day is going great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Does the CNC run off a USB interface, or do you need a controller card for it? Mine runs off of USB, and I just plug it into my uh, Windows laptop. You can run it on this, but I don't want to uh, take this out there. This is my work computer that I'm doing video editing on. I don't want to get dust down in there, so I take the older uh, laptop out there and, and run it off of that. Um, I want to tell you really quick what somebody just said, and it just moved on me. Darn it, that happens a lot. Yep, that's where we want to go, uh, doing uh, See the Predators. Oh, yeah. Yeah.